Welcome back everyone, our first post 100th episode. We're covering Welcome to the Jungle today, aka The Rundown. Uh, gentlemen, Jared, Gibbo, how are we? Had a little bit of a sojourn, a couple of weeks we've been mm. off. Just I'm just I'm just glad I didn't accidentally get the Jean Claude Van Damme version because I almost bought that on yeah. PSN. <laughs> <laughs> also called Welcome to the Jungle, and I think I'd be I think I'd even be more sad. That's probably better. <laughs> I don't know. I never watched that one. I believe it was on um, uh, Free to Air not long ago, and I caught some of it. The, no, the Jean Claude one. Yeah. Oh yeah, not it didn't good. look good in trailers. <laughs> anyway, before we get into it, what have we been watching? Uh, not a huge slate for me. That there's a lot of volume, but okay. not much variety. Right. Um, been keeping up to date with Better Call Saul on Stan, actually, not on Netflix. Right. It's really, really good. It's just so frustrating in this day and age to have to wait week to week to get hmm. oh, is it episodes, week? Oh, weekly yeah. releases. Um, you binge the rest of it, but the new ones they drop as it hits in the states. Yeah, so. yeah. Okay. fair enough. So it's it's a little bit hard, but it's it's a really good and, and Better Call Saul's been a bit of a slower burn than uh, Breaking Bad, but it's starting to really pick up in this one, and it's it's really well. Everything's just top notch. Okay. Really well written. Really cool characters. Fring. Fring's in now, yep. Gus Fring's back. Two episodes in or Two episodes back now. He's just so good. Giancarlo Esposito is amazing. He was fantastic. The Ermin Trout character is just so interesting in this one too. It's really showing his start-up. And then the the legal stuff's kind of being less less of a bore. Will we see Walter White at some point? (sighs) I think they mentioned that. Yes. It has to end up getting cool. there. It does. The time frame we're looking at at the moment, we've got the Mexican cartels are coming into it. it it'd just be impossible for it. At least, even if you just saw him in the background with like, yeah. you know, the hat and the jacket, that sort of thing. Yeah. I can um, imagine, yeah. When they, there's going to be something for sure. Up, they'll do something like that. So that's really good. Uh, yeah. I just wish I could just punch it all out. Also, I've been binging the shit out of um, The Blacklist. The James oh, yeah, Spader one. James Spader one. Um, I watched the first two seasons oh, a long time ago now um, when it first sort of came out, then just sort of didn't really get back to it, and I've just been sort of jumped right back into it. And it, it's just, it's really good. Spader's amazing. He's oh, actually, yeah. for a TV show, I think he's kind of a little bit like wasted maybe. They use him really well, but it just seems like he, sh- he should be doing more. The fact that he's not in movies really is pretty surprising because yeah. he's friggin' or that character probably really lends itself to his style as well but it's a it's a really good show um and there's a lot of good good writing in that one too a lot of good story intricacies that are pretty interesting and that was pretty much all i was doing on the tv side and then i only really caught one movie of note which was uh, passengers jennifer lawrence oh, and, yeah i heard that was yeah. it's it's really good to look at. It's a really cool looking movie, um, and it's obviously got some some issues with the subject matter. Yeah, um, there's a lot of people like this got the whole date yeah, rapey thing sort of going on. Yeah, yeah. I think the movie actually addresses that pretty well though, because she is properly pissed about it for. Well, she's really pissed about it for a while, and then they both end up in a life threatening situation where she sort of has to work her way around and you know of course it's Hollywood there's a happier ever after sort of bullshit to the end of it but it's a tough subject matter to cover but I just can't see if you're in his situation I can't see you not doing the same thing so I don't know this probably makes me a terrible person but I thought it was a good movie though I've done that all yeah I don't think anyone's under any illusions (laughs) anyway I thought it was good though I'm a big fan of both of them Chris Pratt and Jennifer Lawrence are both really good Um, and I think they've got a lot of chemistry which you don't always get with these sort of these are the two A-listers let's put them in a movie together I think it worked pretty well, so it's definitely worth a look anyway. Um, and that was pretty much it for me. Other than that, it's just been NBA playoffs. Mm-hmm. Let's not talk about that. No. Jared's upset. <laughs> I'm upset. 
Two. <laughs> Coxie. Yeah. All right, mate. <clears throat> All right. So I saw Guardians of the Galaxy 2. <laughs> Enjoyed it. More of the same. You know what you're getting. The biggest thing was they lacked the surprise factor now. You know what you're getting from these ones. And you get it in spades, but it's just not quite as good as the first one. It's not the lightning in the bottle effect that the first one had. No, exactly. And there's a couple of things that sort of don't work in a way. Like Batista is hilarious, again, as, as Drax, but he doesn't really do anything. And... For me, I actually thought Star-Lord came across as a real jerk this time yeah. <laughs> instead of being like the lovable rogue. But, you know, um, Kurt Russell, great addition, and whatever they did with the de-aging CGI it was just They're getting good at that shit now. Yeah. Absolutely unbelievable. Yeah. I couldn't... I actually... I was sitting there going, have they got a look-alike? Because <laughs> this is freaky. Like, it's another step up from, you know, Rogue One where they, uh, where they used... Some lighting and whatever shadows to cover a bit, but yeah, it's it's definitely worth a look. Beauty and the Beast, saw that one with the kids. How not bad, it? not bad. Look, you know, it's <laughs> you know what you're getting. It's it's not really all that much different to the animated. I was going to say it's basically just a, like a shot for shot, isn't it? A yeah, long, long, it's, long it's way. very very similar. There's not a lot of changes, and it's not it doesn't have something like the Jungle Book does that kind of you know has you thinking how they get all those animals in there and with the actors and you know splice it all together with the, the, all the effects and that so but yeah worth a look uh, Hardcore Henry oh yeah yeah that. what's that like it's worth a look it's got some absolutely incredible stunt work and considering like it was all shot on GoPro there's so many parts of it where you just think I don't know how they made it look like that like you don't know how they how they got some of the effects to work but its biggest strength is also its biggest weakness like the whole first person shooter angle the <clears> fact <throat> that it never sort of strays away from that sometimes it looks incredible like there's parts where he's doing parkour or chasing someone and it's fucking unbelievable like it looks awesome but then there's other parts where there's like characters in there having a bit of back and forth and you kind of like i can't even see this dude's face because yeah. <laughs> it's got it too far away yeah. and you kind of want to take control like in the game where you can go up and walk closer but you just you know you just stuck with that ride. Yeah. um and the villain the main villain sounds remarkably like tommy weso <laughs> <laughs> so that's really weird. Um, it's definitely yeah, like, worth oh. a look. Yeah, it, it was a lot of fun. Shalto Copley as well. He's you know pretty good value. Yeah, it's it's got definitely worth a look if you like action stuff. It's kind of a must see just for that gimmick, but it also restricts it a little bit. So it's not it's not a great movie. I started watching it and it was just pissing me off. I yeah, yeah, it I does get, get frustrating it. at parts for sure. Yeah. But yeah, there's definitely there, there is some parts that you really got to see to. Like, mainly the parkour, really. But there's a couple of really cool stunts in there. I watched Lights Out. In the daytime? I watched it at night. So I kind of, you know, I had to tuck tuck under the sheets a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, it was... It wasn't bad. The whole thing's built around visuals. You know, the the story was pretty thin that they went to go along with it. It was just sort of... It did the job. Didn't really really add a whole lot to it. Yeah, when they got the visuals right, it was really cool. But it was only... only very briefly that they did that so it's it's kind of like the same thing as same ballpark as the conjuring but nowhere near as as effective hmm. just not as good in general the trailer looked good so well, when you've seen yeah. that sort of stuff a thousand times now like since the conjuring came out we've now had 20 movies that have done the same thing hmm. of course it's just it's basically you know yeah. It's very difficult to wring a lot more out of it. Yeah, look, I'm not going to lie. I jumped once or twice. It did get me with a couple of those visuals, but overall it wasn't it wasn't a scary movie. Right. I'm up to the end of season two of Better Call Saul, so I ripped through some more of that. Gibbo's right. I think the um, Mike Ehrmantraut is becoming the real kind of 
star for me. Like, yeah. um, He's definitely got more gravity than than uh, James does at this, like, yeah, at this point. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, like, you, you like that story and how it's coming about, but Ermintrout's got some really compelling shit going on. Hmm. So, yeah, I really like that. I watched the first season of, uh, first episode, sorry, of um, OJ. The People vs. AJ, AJ Simpson. Simpson. Yeah. Not bad. But the, the first episode really seems like they're just reminding you of all what went on. Like, it's got the cops walking around his house going, oh, look what we found here. We'll check this out. This is oh, Mr. Simpson's here. When he when we spoke to him on the phone, he did this. He did, like, it, it, sound, it almost sounded like a police sort of um, report. Mm. Yeah. Um, so it'll be interesting to see where that goes. I caught some Justice League action, which is the new cartoon. I watched it with my son. Pretty sure, cool. Sure you did. Pretty cool. Oh, look, mate, I was, I was going to check it out regardless, but he was keen, so it was just an excuse, really. But, yeah, it's interesting. They've they've split it. It's basically 10-minute stories, so kind of interesting. They've, they've done some... It's got, you know, Paul Dini, for one, is one of my favourite writers. They've got him back. They've got a couple of the old voices, but, like, Mark Hamill's back doing the Joker and that sort of thing, so pretty interesting. And the last one was I, caught, I started watching season three of Hannibal, and... I'd watched season one and two as they went, and I absolutely loved it. So now that it's all wrapped up, and I've recently got onto Stan, Stan's got it, so I jumped onto season three. And it's really it's really intense. It's a really deep show. Like, the relationship between Will Graham and Hannibal is... is I mean, sometimes I'm just watching it going, fuck, what's happening there? <laughs> like, it's so... There's all this psychological babble going on and it's a really good show and I might be... I might, I'm might. i getting into Controversy Corner, which is usually your angle, but right. um, I actually think Mads Mikkelsen might be the best Hannibal. Really? Oh. He's fantastic. He's oh, really... I'm really a big school. fan, but that's a, that's a huge call. Yeah, he's, like, you've got to check it out because he... I mean, he gets three seasons to flesh this out. Yeah. I guess, that, there, I guess that's <laughs> probably what hurts Anthony Hopkins. Well, they had 12 yeah. minutes. Yeah, yeah exactly. 12 minutes in the first film. And the other yeah. thing, too, is yeah. they're up to Red Dragon. Yeah. This season is where they get into Red Dragon slash Manhunter. Yeah. And Manhunter was really good, but it didn't have Anthony Hopkins. And Red Dragon was put. Yeah. So at, Anthony Hopkins. Quite fine. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony Hopkins didn't get to go where Mickelson yeah, gets to. Go, yeah. They've also got Mason Mason Verger, yeah. who's that, <laughs> that hamburger that thing that Gary Oldman was, <laughs> yeah, was, was playing, playing in, in Hannibal. Hannibal. So they get to go into depth with some of these angles that were done poorly. Yeah. And yeah. Hopkins got screwed. Because the first movie's so good, and then the, the yeah. subsequent sequels are bad. And, but it's but it's very different too, because Hopkins is fantastic in that first one. But as you said, it's very small screen time, and it's like this one is is a is a psychological drama that's got three seasons to go right into the character, mm. and so Mickelson gets a chance to really get stuck into it. And I think body of work, he might have he might have the the top spot for me. I've looked at it a thousand times, and I've just never given it a crack. I might have to. It's Check good. It it's definitely worth it. The guy that plays Will Graham, um, Hugh Hugh Dancy, Dancy yeah. he's fantastic as well. Really reminds me of of uh, what's his face in Manhunter. Um, oh, um, Grissom. I can't remember uh, his real name. Peterson. Yeah, he's he kind of looks like him, but has the same kind of demeanour. But yeah, it's definitely, especially if you, because you go for that psychological sort of stuff. So it's probably right. Up to your say. Well, you know, more the sla- more the psychological than the slap. Closet serial killer Daniel. Apparently, yeah. 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 Actually, sorry, I had one more. I tracked down a comic. 
Jason versus Leatherface. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> you proceeded to read it, wipe your ass with it. Oh, you, you know what? It was actually, considering what... You Choose know, your words you got, carefully. Jason, you've got Jason versus Leatherface. How are you going to do this? It actually works all right. Yeah. Because if someone like ends up dredging Crystal Lake or whatever, so, of course, Jason's at the bottom, and he comes across the Sawyer clan in the middle of a kill... But the bloke runs up to Jason and Jason kills him. So the dickhead Sawyer brothers are like, you're all right, son. Come right. and have a feed with us. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. Okay. It, what? It's kind of funny in that sense. So, yeah. It's, kind it's, of nonsense. If, you, if you're interested in either of the characters to it's that extent, you might want to check yeah. it out. Sounds like it's for you only, Coxie. <laughs> no, no, no. It's good. Check it out. <laughs> Adzi? That's it? Yeah, that's All right. I watched a couple of the top 100 films on IMDb. My daughter's keen to get through, punch through some of that. God, you're an artist. So I watched um, <laughs> Saving Private Ryan. Mm. Loved it. It's just, still that, good. That, that first 40 minutes is just absolute. The logistics of shooting that sequence alone mm. would have been hard. Mm. Pulp Fiction. Caitlin loved it. Yeah. Loved it. Well, fucking lucky. It's a top fiver. Like, my, my wife was just going, this sucks. And I'm like, are you serious? Yeah. And then she, she's looking for Caitlin to back her up. And Caitlin's like, yeah, she's on the edge of her seat. And they're talking about pot bellies at one point. You yeah. Know? And she's just like, what's going yeah, on? Do you, like, you like my pot belly? Yeah. <laughs> she loved it. She loved it. And then we watched American Beauty. Mm. That's not tough cool. I'll, that, I'll that's never not a top hundred for me. Nah, it's a fuck good no. film, but it's just nothing special. Like, it's just one of those ones that just sort of seemed to everyone was like, "Oh, this you got to see this," and then Kevin no one Spacey knew why. Kevin great. Yeah, of course, he is just fantastic in it. Yeah. But the rest of it is just kind of meh. Yeah, you know. I never understood that one. I also caught the first episode of Riverdale, the mm. one on Netflix. Archie, surprisingly. Pretty good. Yeah, like they've taken it, it in a really interesting direction. Mm. Um, it's contemporary. They've taken it in a contemporary place, but they've sort of darkened it Is there a mystery up. angle? Yeah. Is it, yeah. And there's kind of like a Twin Peaks feel. Yeah. It feels a little bit like Twin Peaks. Mm. I thought the first episode was good. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I'll probably follow through to check a few more out to see Stick if it's really good. I finished Banshee mm. season four. Jeez, that went off the rails. You're not pulling a good face. It went right off the rails, <laughs> mate. It just not got, even Batman it, could save it. It just came, became convoluted as hell. And the only good thing about the last season <clears> was uh, Eliza Dushku pops up oh. for, for five episodes. Dinner's like an FBI agent who's a massive drugo. And, you know, she does what she always does with these sorts of roles. And tough, sort of, you know, sassy type of Street boys, sort of, yep. And, and it... Kind of works. She's she's always good and always good to watch, but the the show just lost its way. It just got all convoluted, and by the end of it, I couldn't wait for it to finish. Yeah, I just had to see it through. Damn completist nature. Um, (laughs) I watched Arnie's comeback film, The Last Stand. Oh yeah, not bad. But he's a sheriff. Arnie. There's a lot of miles. You want to talk about Leatherface? Arnie's got a well-worn head. That's oh, he does. But there's a sequence right at the end where he basically fights this guy on the bridge. Stop. That is laughable. Yeah. yeah, absolutely laughable. That guy would have kicked his ass up and down that bridge. Yeah, and probably yeah. just come back to kick it again. Just yeah, just for fun. Yeah. Probably stick to the weapons. Uh, yeah. <laughs> weapons these days. It though. should have just been a shootout. Yeah, but look. It was all right. I also watched a 80s Clint Eastwood flick that I'd never seen before called Tightrope. Tightrope? Anyone seen Tightrope? Doesn't ring any bells. It's kind of like Dirty Harry. Oh, shock me. He's a cop, (laughs) 
but he's kind of a scumbag. <laughs> Does he play by his own rules? He's, no, he's not even playing by his what own rules. He's kind of a scumbag. Dirty Harry was a scumbag. Right. Dirty Harry was a, a scumbag with a conscience. This yeah. guy's into S and M and weird oh, sex. Jesus and Christ. Shit. He's a legend. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, you'd be interested. Who's the female lead in? Is it it his missus from the the period? No, no, no. If I have to look at her face ever again, oh, I seriously Um, can't do it. It wasn't bad. He probably blacklisted her by that point. Eastwood actually does a bit of acting Mm. instead of just doing his dirty Harry shtick. Yeah, like. The, the guy's actually, he's a scumbag, but he's also not much of a cop. Mm. He's kind of a pretty average detective, and he's a bit hes a bit of a loose cannon. So Steven well. Seagal. <laughs> not quite. <laughs> no, I mean in real life. <laughs> <laughs> the last <coughs> thing I watched, I went and saw Get Out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cinema. I did too. Forgot about that. Um, really enjoyed it. When you said Lights Out, I thought of Get Out. Yeah. yeah. Get uh, Out. Really, really be, enjoyed it. Yeah. It's got this really unsettling quality about it mm. it's not that scary in terms of they throw a few jump scares in there you know yeah, like of course. You would. Yeah. Yeah. but it's just this this atmosphere that they create you just start sitting there thinking what the bloody hell's going on it's you know, got like, you um, out, of, out of kilter out, yeah, out of what you would normally expect it comes across as really so sort of serious mm. and then they just have this particular character who's just pure comic relief mm-hmm. and you think it's not going to work like it's the moment he opens his mouth, I thought to myself, "Oh, this is gonna be off." Mm. But he just nails it. <laughs> yeah, he was awesome. The comedy's hilarious too. He's just acting. Well, that's that's their wheelhouse. Oh, it's the fact yeah. that they can pull off a horror movie. There, everyone was surprised. But yeah, I really it. enjoyed it. It's definitely worth checking out. You know, the whole thing about the race angle. Yeah, yeah, that, it, it actually does have something to say. Social commentary. Yeah, yeah, yeah the, and that, and that was kind of well handled. I thought um, really well handled. Considering you'd expect it to be very much a in your face. Type of thing, Wait, Blumhouse just and they did it really well. Knocked out of the park again. Just find it, find someone good with something, something interesting, interesting to, to put make out there, and, and say here's here's a, a limited budget. If you can get it done for that, we're hands off. Yeah, you know, Danny McBride. You, you listen to the I same did, podcast I did about to it. Danny yeah, McBride yeah. and Halloween, and it just reiterated all that. He said exactly that. He said they got they liked the pitch, and then they they let you go. They let you give you creative freedom. So. Yeah, so I'm really interested in seeing what they do with that. But that was it for me. Interesting slate, guys. Yes. Mm. Bit of All everything. Right. Can we get more um, Clint Eastwood and S&M next week? Oh, it's sort of... I'll, I'll, I'll see what I can drink up. <laughs> I was disappointed there wasn't any suicide documentaries in your... Uh, oh, no, no, really. no, You're always good that. for one or two. <laughs> always bringing it down. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to sort of be a more up vibe with S&M films involving Clint Probably the best if you're watching it with your daughter. <laughs> Maybe steer clear of that shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, it was close enough to be the old one where, yeah, your wife walks in, you go... <laughs> Turn it off. Open, no, no, open. No, 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 just... What was that? Oh, oh it was an <laughs> infomercial. <laughs> oh, look, I taped something hey, you're, knife and You're so thing. embarrassed by what you're watching, you actually just say, oh, it's porn. <laughs> <laughs> it's not what you think, it's porn. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's take our, our break. And here's the trailer for Welcome to the Jungle. The rundown. One job, I wipe your slate clean. You walk out of this house a free man. How much? 250 large. No problem. He's come to the other side of the world. Is that duct tape? To finish one last job. I'm looking for a man. His name's Travis Walker. Brown hair, face like a weasel. Do I know you? I'm taking you home, Travis. What's in Los Angeles? Your father. No, 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 no. So angry! Shut up. 
If only it were that simple. Apparently, he stumbled onto a trinket of some value in my jungle. Yep. I want it back. Wow. Whatever my father's paying you, I will double it. No. I'll quadruple it. No. I'll double it and quadruple it. Hell no. I hope you enjoy the fall. Now, what fall? Heads up. How you let the little birdie up there? Caca, caca! Got up. Why you always gotta hit me? We gotta get to this tree. Got it, I got it, got it. Great. Ah, what is he doing? Establish dominance! Establish dominance! I want hunting parties. Find them. Find them! I do not want to fight you. We are not fighting. Okay, hip hop. Don't worry, they're little people. What? You could take them, they're little. Boom, 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 boom. You guys fight hard. That's a lot of cows. Welcome to the jungle. You got the moves. I'll give you that. Ow! Welcome to The Jungle, a.k.a. The Rundown, from 2003. It's directed by Peter Berg, who did Lone Survivor and Hancock. It's produced by Mark Abram, Bill Corliss, Karen Glazer and Kevin Misher. Now, Mark Abram was responsible for the Robocop remake. Thanks, but, uh, with a... <laughs> Hopefully he's been murdered since then. <laughs> Screenplays by RJ Stewart, big hitter in the industry with Major League Two and Zeta Warrior Prince. Oh, shit. <laughs> Lucy Lawless, where are you now? And James B- Vanderbilt, who actually did write some uh, um, pretty decent screenplays like Zodiac. I'm um, Just to answer your question, she's on Ash vs. Evil Dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, she is, yeah. Last time I saw her was on that. Uh, looks bloody good, too. That gladiator thing or whatever it was on, um, oh, that I, I told you guys about. Sandal one, um, Basically. Uh, and all she does yeah. is walk around nude in it, and it's um, disgraceful. What's it called? <laughs> no, no, like she, no, she's Spartacus. in good shape. Spartacus, yeah. No, she's not. It's just the whole thing is the just nudity. Disgraceful. Yeah, it's it, yeah. Well, that's not disgraceful. Well, <laughs> there's a certain level, and that Focus. one's just out of focus, people. Oh. Focus. Sorry. Go, Lucy. Um, Dwayne the Rock Johnson stars as Beck. When he was still called the Rock back yep, then yep. too. Yeah. Um, I believe this is executive produced by um, Vince McMahon. It is. <laughs> it is. Yeah, he's on the credits. Sean William Scott is Travis. Rosario Dawson is Marina, and Christopher Walken is Hatcher. The budget was eighty-five million, and the oh. box office was eighty million. So that's wow. a big budget Somebody, for this. It was that high. Yeah, Where'd yeah. the money go? Somebody fucked the pooch there. Is the yeah, whole thing a fake forest? Well. Maybe they oh, didn't maybe. actually go to the Amazon. They're in New Jersey. Uh, this this <laughs> project was originally for Stephen Summers to direct, who the guy who did the Mummy. Hmm. So I'm not sure what that would have turned out to be. Okay. Just take. Okay. Gibbo. General thoughts, mate. General thoughts. Well, this is one of those movies when you came to me and said, we'll do an early rock movie, we'll do Walking Tall. I'm like, yeah, it's a little bit sensible. Are you like me? Wish you had a I'm still dirty on you for that. 
Walking Tall was bad. I still but think Walking Tall is better. So. Walking, it, it is a, it's a better movie for sure. I would say it's less entertaining though. <laughs> this is quite entertaining. You have to leave your brain at the door. And there's I some horrendous. On the way <laughs> there's some horrendous acting in this, like really, really bad. Um, but there's also some really good shit. The Rock, obviously, like 14 years ago. That's a. Lo- I can't believe it's that long ago. He looks the same, just qu- not quite as veiny. He's got so much fucking charisma. He's really good in this for what he's supposed to be. He can't act yet. I don't know that he can now, but I, I, I really like this. Yeah, there's, there's obviously some big problems, but it's one of those movies when you watched it a long time ago, you're like, fuck, this is amazing. This is the best movie ever made. And then you watch it now and you're like, oh. <laughs> That's exactly the, the sound I sort of made a few times. It, 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 there's some, and now that like watching a lot of more movies and stuff, you sort of realise some of the tricks they're trying to pull with things and some of the bits where they're being really lazy and it just drags it down. You have a good time if you don't give a shit. What basically. are we talking here from here? Are we scoring it? Five, yeah. Are we scoring it? Oh. <sighs> Maybe uh, three. Ooh. Solid. I'm, I'm totally in agreement with you. It's super entertaining. It is a leave your brain at the door. Just on, with regards to your brain, Jared, and stepping on it. You stepped on it, left it there. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't pick it up. But that was 20 years ago. <laughs> hang, hang on. This is coming from the people that are dishing out threes. To the jungle, so. <laughs> just watch your comments there. I, I don't disagree that I left it so back then. I, ju- I, I just love it. I found it entertaining. It's plotless. Yeah. It's basically plotless. But the Rocky, yeah, you're right. I mean, look, I didn't think he was too bad, to be honest, acting-wise. He does trade on his charisma. Uh, and he's not the worst in the show. Don't, don't get me wrong. He's not the worst fucking problem here with um, acting-wise. There's a couple of really, really good action scenes, uh, and they mix up the fighting a little bit, which is what I liked. Overall, I'm a bit like you. Three. Three out of four. Hmm. Jared. Come in spinner. <laughs> no, I'm not too far off that. It's enjoyable. It's it's a bit of fun. It's forgettable, basically. Gibbo forgot all about it. <laughs> Remembered it as being good. <laughs> no, it's 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 exactly what you guys said. You you know what you're getting, especially that it's been um, at this point. The Rock was still a wrestler, basically, who was making a transition. So you knew what you were getting. You weren't getting Die Hard. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you weren't even getting white. <laughs> so, but you know, you got a you got a bit of fun. You got a few decent action sequences, and you pretty much got what you what you came to see. Mm. But at the end of the day, it's probably a two and a half up for me. It is. It's like KFC, mate. <laughs> you, you feel good it, yeah, and you feel yeah. dirty afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you should go stick your finger down your throat. <laughs> yeah. um, it's kind of yeah. It's it just leaves you a little bit. You, you finish it up and you're like, yeah, enjoyed that. Basically, it just goes straight through you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to the toilet. If it hadn't been if it hadn't been for the Rock, because I. It, He's just he's just great. Even even though he can't act, he's perfect for this sort of stuff. And and it, I think it, he has gotten better. It, oh, definitely. It, it reminds me. You know what? It kind of for me it was a mixture between Indiana Jones and Commando. I was gonna say Commando. Yeah. <laughs> it reminded yeah. me of Commando. Yeah. yeah. I was um, gonna say. Uh, I was actually gonna make a comparison to Raw Deal and say <laughs> you compare Arnie's acting and The Rock's acting is pretty similar because they're not great performances. They both did have a lot of charisma. charisma. Yeah. 
Yeah, like, <laughs> that's like a berry apples and shit. <laughs> I've got to say though, I've got to say though, Beck didn't have the same attitude to guns as uh, Matrix did. No, nah. slightly different philosophies on that front. Mate, Matrix is weighed down by weaponry, <laughs> only temporarily. All right, well, let's get into the likes, okay? I think it gets off in the, immediately on a good foot with an arty cameo. Oh, absolutely. What does he say? He I, I just said good like, luck. I think he says, yeah, it was, it was good luck or have fun. Yeah, it was basically like a little passing, passing of the, the torch. torch. Yeah, okay. Because I wrote around it like three times trying to figure out what he was saying and I yeah. couldn't get it. Well, I had <laughs> it's, his, it's his career in a nutshell. <laughs> <laughs> I heard it and I still had two options. Either one. Good luck or have fun. Oh, Arnie said something. Good. But also, that was ten years before the last ten. He still had a face like <laughs> Death Valley Fire. I thought he looked quite good. He's looking battered sad, <laughs> And it's overcooked. <laughs> <laughs> it's three-day-old battered sad. <laughs> And there's a lot of miles on it. That's all I'll say. The opening fight in the nightclub, I, I liked it in terms of the way he kind of dealt with those guys. Yeah. How it sort of starts off that he's kind of like, I'm a fan, and, you know, yeah. he's trying not to antagonise it. But the moment... And they're a pack of pricks. Mm. And then the moment he gets the shits, he just really tags them. Yeah. There's a dislike to it, but... I felt all around it was a reasonable way to start. The whole yeah. football thing is actually quite clever because it makes him like, this guy's all right. Yeah. He's a decent bloke. He's coming across, you know, trying to handle this. You know, he's not – he's he's a standover man, but you've got to try and – he's our hero. Yeah, he, yeah. So, and, so he's trying to do it nicely. Yeah. Yeah. And the, and the whole football angle is very relatable. Yeah. You know. And then what they do is they turn the footballs into pricks. Well, which is, whole, again, whole, as you say, not hard to do. Yeah, no one likes exactly. the NFL players. So, so the whole audience goes, right, so, yeah, okay, he's a standover, man, but these guys are flogs. So and they deserve it. They yeah. deserve a whooping. So I, I really did like that. And I thought, again, we're off to a reasonably good start here. It's also your hero qualifier, too. You know, the whole, like, oh, he took out a whole fucking black... Yeah, he yeah. took out everything. I don't mean black as in like yeah. African American. I mean like a like a black uh, like tactical black, squad. Yeah, took yeah. the whole thing out, yeah. bare hands, that sort of shit. Yeah. This is him taking out a whole offensive line of an NFL yeah. team yeah, yeah. with his bare hands. You know, like that sort of stuff. So uh, it's it's really good on that front. Like it, it lets you know that he can fucking handle himself. Did yeah. you notice that he? Um Again, because he was still a wrestler at this point, he did a rock bottom. Yeah, of course he did. Is it perfect? Yeah. Absolutely perfect. Yeah. I noticed all that. Not quite controversy corner, but the fact is, I actually think he's kind of underrated as an actor. I think he's all right in this. I think he's very much, mate. If you compare him to Schwarzenegger, oh, he's yeah. shit on early Seagal, Van Damme, any of those guys. As I said, my, my issue with acting it. in this is not with The Rock. Yeah. No, no, that's right. I think you know... You know what you get him, but you give him a pass. enough. You give him a pass because that's not his job. That's why you hire Christopher Walken, you know? Like, <laughs> 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 was he acting? <laughs> you think Christopher Walken went... Did you hire this guy? <laughs> Did you hire this guy to act? No, we did, Christopher. That's yeah. what you're here for. But that's oh, the, shit, I'm, I'm is he though? a bunch of a ticket. But this He's is trying the, to act for both of them, yeah. I think. But this is the thing. You hire... He's um, overacting for both yes. <laughs> You hire the supporting cast to do that and you yeah. let The Rock just do his best, basically. And then, but I actually think he does a he's pretty not good bad. best. He's not bad. Yeah, I don't think he's... Um, I said he can't act, so that's probably just... That's me just throwing out a statement. <laughs> I actually think he's, he's one of my favourites in terms of action stars. He's one of my favourites, and I think he's got he's got enough to work with. He's not Chuck Norris working with the, well, working in, with the, in, the <laughs> in the pantheon of uh, like action heroes. I don't think anyone's better. Like, who's a better actor than him? Uh, it depends. Like Stallone for me has delivered some excellent acting acting performances, but he took a long time to do that. 
Like I'm talking Copland, Rocky Balboa. I think um, the Creed. The thing about the Rock is Schwarzenegger can't give you anything. Like his best performances are a robot. <laughs> okay. I'm a robot. Okay. Hey, I can do it. Um, Stallone and and Willis can both give you something that The Rock probably can't. Actually, you're spot yeah. on there. Willis Arnie's, is... Arnie's other great performances are cold and motionless. Um, <laughs> <laughs> cold and motionless, buddy. Arby, like, yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like those guys, those two, can give you a performance that The Rock probably couldn't, but he's not that what far about Mel, off. So Mel Gibson and Willis are probably in the same boat too because they're not so much the action hero part. Like, they're in action movies, but they weren't the whole mm. muscle-bound, fucking guns blazing everywhere sort of guys. Yeah. Willis, I actually... Willis is limited. <laughs> yeah, he's limited, but the thing about Willis is when he gives you a good performance like Looper or Sixth Sense or one of those, it's a good performance. Yeah. The Rock yeah. is close enough. I think you won't... I would not be surprised if The Rock, like Pain and Gain... He gives a pretty decent performance. He's got Pain a lot, he's got a lot of comedy chops. Yeah. 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 So I, I reckon he's not far off producing one of those kind of performances mm. where people just go, wow. You the know, comedy you stuff you could see in his wrestling days too. Yeah. He would cut some promos that were... He's funny. funny. It was um, was he? It was him in Get Shorty too, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. And he was kind of a little bit past, but he's yeah. really you funny. Ain't, you ain't woman enough to take my man. And all this, is a, this is what I like about his career. He knows what he's where his bread's buttered, but he also has just slipped slightly out of that to give you a couple of different performances that are interesting enough to say, well, if we gave him a dramatic part in a movie by Scorsese or someone like that, you would get really top. Class work from him. Yeah, that's what I mean. Now you're getting into controversy corner. No, but, <laughs> no, but someone like Schwarzenegger, you couldn't do that. No. You could, the greatest director in the world could not <laughs> could not get that kind of performance from Schwarzenegger. That's what I mean. Yeah. I think The Rock's good enough to do it. It's just about whether he's. You, ob- he's, you obviously haven't seen Sabotage. <laughs> <laughs> I have. <laughs> yeah. but what I mean is, The Rock is. He knows that this is his bread and butter right now. It's super successful. That was Sam Worthington really taking the leap too, wasn't it? Oh, shit. Well, he had one of those, <laughs> you know, rat's tails on his chin. That, that was about as far as character development went oh, in Sabotage. Yeah. Oh, we've gone off track, but the fact is... Shock me. The guy's got tons of, <laughs> the guy's got tons of charisma and it works to, to a T here. Yep. Yeah, Absolutely definitely. to a T. Yep. It's perfect for this film. What we're talking about to- working to a T then, let's talk about Chris- Christopher's Walken, shall we? <laughs> Because he, Christopher Walken's the fuck out of this movie. Oh, I love this Everything shit. he does with his little pot belly and his I stupid hat and his little idiosyncrasies, he is hilarious. He honestly, he gets out of bed in the morning, rolls over and farts, and it's better than 90% of Hollywood can do. <laughs> yeah, basically. that's right. That's he right. Just, he's, you can tell he's sleepwalking through this one. <laughs> and it's it's awesome. When yeah. he's on scene, you cannot take your eyes off him. Like, he yeah, yeah. is just... I don't know. I don't know what it is. It's the like, he obviously talks in a very distinct manner, but just he's magnetic. Yeah. Like everything he's doing, you've got to watch him. And the thing about Walken is what I love about him is he is absolutely no match physically for The Rock. Like no. he's a villain up against this huge big guy who physically would have just <clears throat> broke him in half. Mm. But they don't bolt, they don't go down that route. So what they do is they put this. He's got this weird sort of menace about him. Yeah, you absolutely talks. believe that yeah. he's, he's Hans Gruber. Yeah, kind of. It's kind of like that. Yeah. It's yeah. kind of like that. He's a mastermind, but yeah. yeah. But he's a bit of he's a bit of a you know lower tier sort of. Oh, yeah, I'm not saying the same. Man. I'm saying similarish. But I guess <laughs> what I mean is 
He's got no business being in a blue with him, so they just keep it out of there, but they just give him this stuff where he kind of makes you feel a bit... There's a, there's a menace to him, mm. and I think it works really well. But it's funny, like, when you talk about the Hans Gruber stuff, you think about, like, their careers. Alan Rickman was probably thinking, this is my shot. I'm yeah. going to give it everything and deliver an absolutely sensational performance. Christopher Walken's just going... Where am I going today? How much are they paying? Okay. How many million? I'm there. And he's still still damn good. Well, he's out-acting everyone else. Yeah, and as he said, he's he's got no business being within 10 feet of the rock in some sort of, you know, physical confrontation, but you absolutely buy that he's in the position that he's in and that he's not a man to be trifled with. Yeah. And I think he, he just brings a little bit... Of gravitas to it. I mean, you don't want gravitas in a film like this because it's so ridiculous, but you need to ground it in some way with a performance that you can get enjoyment out of. Mm. Was it the Tooth Fairy part that gave you the gravitas? That was so good. (laughs) Do you understand the concept (laughs) of the Tooth Fairy? (laughs) That was awesome. That shit's gold. So good. So good. The concept. (laughs) What a guy. What a human. He is awesome. I actually think that... um, the the direction is pretty good. I think Peter Berg does a pretty good job. Action scenes are pretty clean and crisp, except for I think the first one, which we'll talk about later. But I've got a, I've got a few the... issues with some of the um, the choices with slow motion use of slow motion. There's, there's a little a bit too much of that, and there's some very strange cutaways. But we'll we'll get to that later on. But yeah. I think he, he directs with a reasonable hand, and the action scenes work pretty well. Some of the fights are really good because mm. they mix it up. The martial arts one in the jungle with the little blokes. Oh, that's, that's great. pretty cool. Yeah, um, mm. it's a really nice touch, a little slight change because again, you've got the physical mismatch. Mm. But because he's on the bungee cords, yeah, the rock because he's a little fucking weapon. Oh, yeah. it's a weapon. Oh, and yeah. the the two guys with the whips. Yeah, that was another one that I thought was really good. Mm. Uh, just a tweak on the, the regular action scene, throwing a couple of whip, bit of whip cracking. Yeah. Makes it a little bit different. That fight, I actually had that as a like because... The one in the jungle? Yeah. In my mind, I kind of described it as like the NBA jam of action scenes. It's so over the top and ridiculous, but God damn, it's fun. Like, yeah, the laws of physics are on holidays yeah, for this one. But, yeah, and it's, yeah, but it's a hell of a lot of fun, you know, when they're yeah, swinging down on the ropes and kicking him and he's flying about 15 metres and slamming into a tree. It's, yeah. like, it's just, it's really good fun to watch. It's one of the better, better set pieces. Um, totally ridiculous, but heaps of fun. Yeah. Okay, well, tagging onto your... Heaps of fun thing. <laughs> Just a quick one. When they're in the bar and they all come in and he, he's, he's first cuffed Sean William Scott's character and he's you know he's trying to walk him out wherever and they all walk in and say, you know, you know, you paid me, all that sort of stuff. And it's clearly going to be a blue and then the midget exits. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell, man. Oh, I lost it. He just gets that. He's like, uh-huh. he just sort of starts all the way out and everyone sort of stops and watches him. Yeah, they yeah, I was going to say that. They kind of, they, they give you the focus on it by stopping and... And he's just like shuffling out the door. He past a couple of guys and they're both like watching him as he goes out the yeah. door. It reminded me of the scene in Game of Thrones when Tyrion comes in and he's dragging the chair for ages around to the head of the table. Mm. It's just so funny. And it's not just because they're both midgets. It's just this awkward like waiting for something that you yeah. normally wouldn't see in a movie. It's, it was funny. Uh, I 
Look, I probably shouldn't laugh at humping monkeys, but I I did giggle with during the established dominance sequence where they're stuck up on the in the tree and the the, the monkey leaps onto his face. Yeah, Sean William Scott's going established dominance. <laughs> that was funny. It did feel a little bit Adam Sandlerish to me. Yeah, that was well. I'm like, oh, is this monkey's dick I in his mouth? Like, I don't know what's happening here. <laughs> this has gone downhill quick. I forgot that the monkeys were humping. Yeah. I just assumed they attacked him because yeah. I hadn't seen it for so long. Because they look vicious. Yeah. And then as soon as he gets up there, <laughs> and I just went off. Oh, just his face. On. What have we done? <laughs> it was, I was the same as you. You, you but I giggled, absolutely nailed it. Yeah, Adam listen. Sandler, it's ridiculous six kind of words. Yeah, just, yeah. But I did get a laugh out of that. It was a slight. Or the animal. The had a bit of the animal in it. Yeah. Sean William Scott, before you whoa, whoa, jump whoa. on anything about Be acting, very careful. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to tread carefully. <laughs> I actually think him and The Rock have a bit of chemistry. Like, it's not... There's nothing to do with acting, but there's a kind of natural kind of... In those particular scenes, you could have seen a funnier script working. Oh, yeah. Yeah, really yeah, well yeah. Because him and... Well, he doesn't really have a great deal of comedy to work with, which is no, what he needed. No, and that's... I mean, it's to me... I said this to Adam. I probably should save it for the dislikes, but just talking about the chemistry, I think they kind of go naturally together. And especially, mm. there's not a there's not a whole lot of development with their characters, so they're just working on the same plane for for eighty minutes of a yeah. ninety minute bloody yeah. time time frame. You could see it working a bit better. And those two together, I actually think I watched the movie and I thought those two look like they actually kind of had fun together. Hmm. So, I wouldn't doubt that. It's but the kind you... of thing, you know, you could see something like 21 Jump Street or whatever, you know, this Baywatch sort of thing that yeah. The Rock's got coming. It could work with someone like Sean William Scott because yeah, they yeah. do seem like they are riffing off each other reasonably They're compatible, well. yeah. There's just no comedy here. No. <laughs> if, the be- if your best bit is a thunder and lightning kick... You're in a terrible... And they roll that out, what, three I times? Are we leaping into that? No, 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 no. Oh, that, that's going to come in for some <laughs> shit. Uh, uh, any other likes then? Yeah, I actually think that the, the fact that Marina kind of double-crosses them mm. to take the, the gato with the, the fruit, which is actually a some sort of bloody apple. Doesn't doesn't put you to, doesn't make your eyes bloody carry on, but whatever. So it's I not a real thing, that fruit? No, the fruit is real, but just it just doesn't, like, doesn't do have hallucinogenic It's like a, a Granny Smith to me. No, no, it's a, it's I can't remember what it's called. Uh, um it's a, it's definitely one of the apples stops, but it's really weird, got a real weird look about it. Custard yeah. apple. Custard apple, okay. Custard apple. But I like the idea of her kind of double crossing them. Yeah. Because it, I kind of, it was sort of a little bit unexpected because you felt that they were, the three of them were in it together. What was the point of her doing that? Because she said she's still going to send him the money. Yeah, like, well, I don't understand what the, she was gaining by that, doing that's it. That's the negative to it all. Yeah. That, that there was no real payoff to it. Yeah. Mm. Other than the fact that they then had to go and save her, I guess. That was but, the only but, way to get know, there. But To be honest, I'd stopped caring about that thing. The yeah, the, gut, the gato. Well before Again, any of that. The devil's cat. Hold. Hold. <laughs> yes. What else you got, mate? Uh, well, I was going to throw Rosario Dawson a bone because I thought you said she, like Christopher Walken, was the thing that sort of held it all together. He was the like the the magnet, but I feel like she was the thing that grounded everything. She was actually like probably the best actual, just like I'm just acting a part and being a human being in this. Yeah. Um, she's actually really good. Like I, I I'm a big fan. She's well, I never, I never yeah. had like. Um, I never had a huge appreciation for her until the Marvel stuff. Mm. And by the time they got to Iron Fist, I was kind of relieved to see her. I was like, yeah, she's really good. She's like an island in a a very bad river, yeah. Um, You just want to get to the island. But I've actually, I've come around a lot to her acting. I was never a huge fan, but I'm, you know, 
As so you haven't seen now. Alexander? No. <laughs> oh, don't watch no, Alexander. No, that wasn't, okay. I thought, okay, you guys were supposed to be, okay, never mind. Yeah, yeah. I, I'd, I'd, I'd always thought she was all right. I, I really enjoyed her in that Denzel Washington one about the train. Yeah. Unstoppable. Mm, yeah. And I think she's pretty good here. You're right. I think that she's probably the best performance. But Again, Wal- there's a Walkins, caveat. <laughs> Walkins, Walkins steals the show. Because of course he does. But he's much bigger, yeah. Yeah. But she does a pretty good job. Yeah. Um, no, I'm a big Under fan. the circumstances, because she's got nothing to work with either. Yep. As far as character development's concerned. She's good in Sin City as well. Yeah, yeah, true. I must admit, I did get a, a laugh when Beck gives Hatcher the, the, the two options. You know, he gets comes to the camera and he goes, option A. Yeah. You just... Yeah. And option B is I come up and I kick your ass. Yeah. And everyone starts laughing in the room. <laughs> and so Walker leads over and he turns the, the uniform button. on. Wrong choice. Everyone's just laughing at yeah. that. That, that was good. pretty funny. And for me, the last thing for me was I think the finale's not bad. It yeah, really just ramps up into the punch-ups and the blow. The and he starts using guns. guns. Yeah. Although, it's got what's the... this reloading with your biceps? Oh, you know what? I actually <laughs> like that. That was the kind of... That, that's what this movie was. It was pure flash. Like, what, what's The Rock going to do here? Oh, yeah, that looks pretty cool. He's got big muscles. He can flash them, you know, pump a few shotguns. Yeah. That worked for me. That, but that, the whole finale was reasonably good. I yeah, thought. yeah. It Did... just kind of... Pulled it all into one big explosion. Did you notice the stuntman with a striking resemblance to Tom Savini? No. <laughs> <laughs> I actually had to look it up for a second. Sure, it wasn't Tom Savini. I'd se- no, I'd seen him. I'd seen him prior, and he didn't quite look as much like Tom Savini. But then I thought it was a different bloke when he was getting blown away. And I was like, that might be Tom Savini. <laughs> I had to have another look. <laughs> Did you like the pilot? No, I did not. <laughs> he was up and down. <coughs> he was up and down. The oh, whole. I didn't hate him. I didn't no, hate him. No, no. Has uh, that guy got an accent in real life, or is he yeah, throwing yeah, that he's, on? He's Irish. Yeah, I, so I've seen him in something before. I just couldn't think what it was. What it was, but <laughs> <laughs> he's from somewhere he's in playing the back. The yeah. EU. <laughs> but um, he is basically. He's not really in it. Like he's only in it for about he's, five minutes. He's set up as like he? a sidekick sort he's of character. Pure comic relief, but he's not. Again, it's not... No, no, he's just relief. <laughs> <laughs> he's just relief, mate. He's not comic yeah. and comic, that Comic news. To get into the dislikes... <laughs> oh, we're there. Okay. That is probably the biggest problem with this film. It's set up as a action, action comedy. comedy. Yeah. It is not funny in one no. iota. Except I, for the midget exit. Walken. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Only Christopher Walken yeah, and a couple Walken of little the... giggles. Yeah. Sean William Scott is just... He's painful. He is... <laughs> He is just striking matches and just getting nothing. Yeah. He's getting no no flame. He's think, just getting nowhere. I think Vince McMahon just thought Stifler in the jungle. This will work. Like, <laughs> and it doesn't. Are we sure all. that Vince McMahon did do an uncredited rewrite oh, on this? I'm sure he did somewhere. <laughs> but no, like it's it's just it's kind of what like what I was saying before about the the chemistry. I think if somebody had written him some funny. Funny jokes. Like, I don't think he's a great actor, but he's got a lane. And in the American Pie movies, when he's got the material, he gets a few giggles off to the side, you know. In this, there was nothing. It was like someone said, ad-lib, Sean. Sean's not an ad-lib type of guy. You've got to give him something. He doesn't strike me as an intellectual. He's not going to start rolling out quality. Thunder and lightning. Wow. You... 
You didn't. You barely got me the first time. You don't roll that shit out three times. The first time got a snicker because he got punched in the face at the end of it. <laughs> and as you said, you knew it was after they did it the second time. You knew it was going to come out at the end as and, payoff. As a payoff, but. By Christ, I didn't want to cash that check. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was just, I'd had enough of it. By the, the, the second time, I was like, yeah, that didn't work. And we, we're going to see it again. And but I was almost me, dreading that it. Is the, that is the <clears throat> epitome of bad comedy. When you mm. think that this shit is funny, that you're going to, like, that this is Adam Sandler comedy. Mm. It's Kevin James comedy. Oh, now we're you, going you, to. You take a joke. Yeah. It's Will Ferrell at times comedy. You take a joke and you just grind it into the ground, and yeah. nobody said to you, "This is not funny." Mm. Take remember it out. They, remember how they used to write? I heard somewhere they used to do the Simpsons episodes, and they do table reads of the script. And if people stopped laughing at a joke by the by the last table read or whatever, they'd cut it. Yeah. That shit wouldn't have passed one fucking table read. Right? <laughs> no, no, hang on, was that a joke, guys? Get that out of here. Yeah, yeah. like it's just, it's kind of. It's just superfluous. It's yeah. really, really poor. At least if you had let Will Ferrell do that, they'd have given him ten takes and it would have yeah. been ten different things. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And one of them might have been funny. Exactly. <laughs> but he can ad-lib some shit. Like, yeah, he could have yeah, rolled exactly. it out. Exactly. But it just Sean seems like Sean Scott, William Scott, kind of... that's not his style. No. Or he's not very good at it. No. Or maybe... But he, he was just caught between two worlds here because he's clearly he was clearly trying to transition into the action... You know, the action thing, he, he got in really good shape. Like, he's clearly pretty bulked up for this one. And as we discussed earlier, he just... I think he'd just done Bulletproof Monk, or it was maybe just after this. <laughs> Either way, they're both trying to move good him into Lord. the... He must have been... Couldn't wait to forget to does he roll out? <laughs> does he roll out the Thunder and Lightning thing in Bulletproof Monk as well? I feel like there might be something uh, very something similar. similar, maybe. Yeah. I, mean, I, remember, I, I have not watched that movie. But he, he was trying to move over into that, and like you said, the Stifler thing is where he was probably most appropriate and no one enjoyed Stifler but he did get a, a giggle here and there you know what I mean yeah, so but I mean even in, I even in much, that series even in that series they lost the other actors so American Pie 3 was like yeah let's ramp up the Stifler show. that's the worst one oh, by it's a long so way so bad you know? like get this guy off the screen so but he's the, got a, he's got a, is, in American Pie he's a side character yeah. Yeah. and he gets tons of laughs because we only see him for short stretches and he every time he he, he cracks a joke He's got a funny line. It's, Someone it's a, wrote a, a funny good, yeah. line. Yeah. Plus, everyone yeah. had that guy at school that no one actually wanted to be friends with, but he was somehow the still the cool guy that had all the good parties, and you'd exactly. put up with him, and everyone could relate to that. Yeah, exactly. And after a while, everyone's just like, why the fuck are they still around him? <laughs> They're like 33 years old, and they still pretend to like this dickhead. <clears throat> I had another couple of pieces where I just... I know you got to turn your brain off, but in the bar, the rock... Hits somebody, then dives behind a pool table. There are bullets flying everywhere. That table is full of holes. The guy's huge, and yeah. he does yeah. not get a scratch on him. Oh, no, mate, that, that's pretty ball. tough felt on yeah, top yeah. of that. Table. <laughs> right. It's obviously made it's a bloody yeah. <laughs> It's like, oh god, like you know. Again, I understand that this is not a film where you need you want to say, well, where's the reality here? Mm. But it just takes away, like, when, when a movie's sort of not quite, yeah, it's just a three-star. Not even trying? Half, is that what you're saying? You feel like they're just lazing it up. Yeah. Yeah, they're just sort of going, oh, yeah, yeah look, don't worry. Nobody's going to care. Yeah. And you start picking away at those little bits. Yeah, and it, it does. It builds up and you start to get bothered by it. The, yeah. The, yeah. the fight that we talked about where they're in the jungle, 
the laws, as I said earlier on, the laws of physics are completely absent from that fight. These two <laughs> little guys swing down on vines when the rock's laying on the ground. He probably still weighs probably 50% more than the two of them together. And they <laughs> yeah. swing down and they grab his feet and somehow lose no impetus whatsoever yeah. and launch him 40 metres through the forest. <laughs> if that had happened, they would have gone down, grabbed his feet and just stopped dead yeah. and he would have just picked him up and crushed him. Yeah. Like, Not to mention his head would have split like a coconut. By the time he hit the there's jeep. just so many things. Like when they drive the jeep over the over the cliff and yeah. they're rolling down and they're hitting... Tri- like those two guys are dead. Oh, yeah. They're in a pole. If they're not dead, they're in serious say, trouble. That's, I mean... Physics is one thing, but the stupidity of that plan is another. <laughs> I'm going to escape by killing shot. myself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm going to run this over a cliff. That said, though, Great Peter thinking. Berg rolled it out again in Lone Survivor, the old really well, painful trip down a cliff. that was allegedly real. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, did it. the sequence is eerily similar. Yeah, it is. Because clearly someone's done that and fucked themselves up for a paycheck. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. You know, props, but Jesus. You've gotten into specifics a little bit. I'll get into... Some overarching issues. <laughs> <laughs> overarching um, issues. Here again, we go. you're talking about we're, we're talking about the turning the brain off at the door, and I think for me it's a margin of error. It's not going to dull my enjoyment because I've come to expect this from action movies, but then at the same time, the diehards and the predators get this shit right, mm. which is sort of uh, the other side of it. So the exposition is just clunky as shit. <laughs> I mean, the rock, the rock flat out says. You know I want out. I want a new life. I mean, fuck. Is there not a better way we could have we could have got that in there? Somewhere? I want my money so I can buy my restaurant. Yeah, yeah, I can open his little book and look at it. Yeah, they tried it with the porcini mushrooms. Oh, my God. All I, thought, I was sitting there thinking, why is it? He's, okay, so he's, he's got the porcini mushrooms. He's going to cook something. But then that's a tenuous fucking link to I want to stop being a hitman and open a restaurant. Because <laughs> I like you know, food, yeah. yeah it's but no experience done. as a chef. Yeah, I don't know. Um, well, and the other one is just... To, yeah, kill people for a living. <laughs> still does, for all we know. But a psychopath. <laughs> the whole plot is just... It's written on... As I said to you the other day, it's written on a napkin and it's not... It's a cocktail. Like, it's not like a <laughs> Mac like like a <laughs> It's just the whole movie is just it's jumping from one one little sort of scene to another. With Actually, I think no it might be. Uh, I think it might be written on uh, Vince McMahon's head. <laughs> <laughs> Tiny ones. Him and Donald Trump shaking hands is hilarious. <laughs> just like two dolls high fiving. Oh god. Uh, yeah, I, I totally agree. Totally agree. It just the there's exposition left and right. The, the plot the plot is just. Ridiculous. The whole thing about the gutto is just wasted. Like what? Didn't care at all for the gutto. What's gutto? that got to do with anything in the in the film? It's like okay, so we've got the MacGuffin, but then I don't give a shit. Like just just hurry up and find that thing. And get out of the way. <laughs> but including probably the worst scene in the film. Yeah. Where they go and find the gutto. Yeah. And there's that. You the know, boulders. all the sticks and the boulders and that. And then he, you know, it's supposed to be a puzzle. <laughs> Wait, 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 wait. Behind the wall of a moving curtain. Oh. Mind blown, guys. How did he crack that? And how did he know it's that waterfall? It's the yeah, only yeah, one. Yeah, that there's tons there. of them in the area. Fuck me dead, that's dumb. But, but. That's like one of those riddles from the old Batman TV show. <laughs> Can anyone tell me why he needed a boat to get there? He could have just walked down a hill. Yeah, exactly. There's, it's so, so well, that just even makes, better. Makes for he could have driven his jeep off. He would have been there, you know. He could have just rolled down. Got up, dusted himself <laughs> off. Here it is, guys. But the dumb, the, the dumbest thing about that whole sequence is the boulders are slipping and and the rocks trying to hold it up, and then he goes, "Oh, the Jaguars." You remove the sticks from the Gato's Jaguars, a cat, and you can get through. And I'm thinking, 
Who gives a shit? The whole thing's going to collapse. Yeah. So why are we interested in Jaguars? Yeah, yeah. Just, just run up. through their whole ass, get it, and come yeah, back. Yeah, the other thing, too, is missed opportunity. Is the Rock's there for his muscles. Why didn't you have him actually hold up one of the boulders for a second? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's like, I mean, that scene is just pulp. And you missed <laughs> probably the only thing that I might have actually thought, oh, yeah, that's all right. Like, it just, it was so bad. So they're, them bad. escaping, like, just continuation of that same scene. But when they're running out after the thing's exploding, the special effects on that sequence are so poor. Rosario Dawson clearly gets cut in half yeah. by boulders yeah. and she's unscathed when yeah. she exits. She's fine. She, exactly. did, she just ran, guys, so she was okay. It makes no sense. Oh, dear. My only other real dislike, but again, it's a huge dislike, is that just the comedic stuff just never finds any traction mm. anywhere. Like, forget None. just Sean William <laughs> Scott, just in general. It, it, yeah. it doesn't find any any ground. So There's a couple of parts where you sort of you crack a smile, but there's no, there's no laughs. Plus it's really? lowbrow. It it's lowbrow, you know. You got humping monkeys. You got you got the old classic of oh, um, Beck doesn't speak the language. So what I'll do is I'll tell him that yeah. he's a he's a one of Hatch's guys, and yeah. I'll you know make a few jokes at his expense. It's lazy, mate. We've seen yeah. this sort of shit a thousand. If it times. wasn't for walking, that stuff wouldn't have worked. Yeah, exactly. You know, like walking carried that he off. Carries, you know? <laughs> he carries all that stuff off because it's the only thing saving any of it from being just like I would have been screaming at the TV. If that's a guy like Walken's not in there, the ham factor's not there. So yeah. I'm having a bit of fun with it. But it just never finds a, its feet. How many times does Sean William Scott want to roll out the shut up? Oh, like every time the Rockets say something to him, he'd be shut up and yeah. then it'd be shut up again. That was the best line he had. But, but there's a sequence in the middle where they're, where they're tra- traipsing through the forest. Mm. And between the two of them, it's either shut up or keep moving. Yeah. Keep moving. Keep yeah. moving. I'm just Mate, we wasted minutes. What are we doing? We wait, wasted five minutes on... Him trying to get his even, dick out with yeah, I didn't on. even think about this before, but Givo has just absolutely nailed it with the Adam Sandler. We wasted five minutes on, you got to take my dick out of my pants so I can go to the toilet. Yeah, bullet, bulletproof anybody? Yeah. Just, it's just so bad. Um, I got piss on me. <laughs> like if you, Sandler. I'm laughing at the ridiculousness of it all. <laughs> it, it, my, I, I've got to say, I watched it with my little bloke and watching Sean William Scott try and get his dick out with his hands behind his back with the head gestures and the, <laughs> that my little bloke lost his shit yeah, but he's that, six so that tells you what yeah, but that's the kind of mentality we're talking about it is it's a movie that, it's a movie that a six year old wouldn't have been able to get into at the cinema because of the rating but that's the comedy that we're running with you know like yeah it was just it was a bit of a it was a bit of a misfire there I actually think it would have been better off not even thinking about comedy making it strictly action, mm. um, and it was really... Forget the gutto. It was just simply he was after him. It would have actually in the worked. jungle. It would have actually worked just a down-the-line action up with a little bit of Indiana Jones. Yeah, yeah. Like, adventure type. Well, that's the other thing. That whole sequence with the Jaguar thing, as, as dumb as it is, it's also so out of place. Yeah, He yeah. solves no puzzles before. Yeah, There's no yeah. proof that he's got kind, any kind of right. academia. Yeah, it would have drops out of Stanford. <laughs> it wouldn't like, have worked. No. It wouldn't. Well, with Vince McMahon writing, it's not going to work. <laughs> Genius. Any other dislikes? Um, well, I al- dis- alluded to it earlier on when we were talking about that we're in the likes section. The first um, action sequence where he's fighting the NFL team, mm. just the strobe lights and the cut, like the quick cuts and stuff in that fight scene, it, it was a little bit iron fisty for me. Yeah. Uh, and I'm sort of noticing that stuff more and more. Also, Which is weird because you'd think this is the rock's bread and butter. This is why he's here. 
to throw down. Minus that, why that are scene we cutting was, around it? That scene was re- a really good idea. Like even the way that they introduced the football it's still players. Fine. With them. It's yeah. just yeah. I, I'm just being picky with fight scenes. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. I, I didn't I didn't love the fight scene all that much other than the rock bottom. So much, many so. of them are done really well nowadays that you see the ones done like that and it's like eh. Yeah, it could have been better. When they first get to the mine and stuff, and they're sort of introducing the the Hatcher character, there's this whole weird sequence of like cutaways to like revolvers and people, but like it's it's really like strange and yeah. slow motion whip rollouts and just <laughs> fucking weird shit. And it's like, what is happening? It's kind of <laughs> surreal. It's like Clint Eastwood didn't get in the director's chair for a day or two, did he? It's just. <laughs> It's out of place again. Um, when they're in the forest and they've had the little fight and they're all sitting around having a little kumbaya session, yeah, yeah. next minute there's fucking motorbikes and buggies and stuff within about 15 metres of the camp that made no sound getting there. <laughs> That's nonsensical. They pushed them up. They just rolled them down the hill, mate. They turned the engine off and just rolled them off the hill. <laughs> it just, like, how did they get there? It doesn't yeah. make any sense. Yeah. Um, it's just stuff like that. Yeah, and we keep saying you've got to turn your brain off, but you shouldn't have to turn it, like, you shouldn't have to remove it from your head. Um, and that's well, what a lot of that comes to. It's established that I already did that. Yeah. So. yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's it. That's it for me. I actually yeah. had two more. Uh, two more. As stated before, I am now a card-carrying member of the Rosario Dawson fan club. And I like the performance in this, but the accent, it's a little bit... Dracula, kind of Transylvanian. <laughs> I want to take your blood. Is that what you're insinuating? Yeah, I don't... Look, I'm not going to profess to be um, some sort of expert mm. on dialects of the region. Give us your Portuguese accent. <laughs> if anyone remembers our attempts at Sean Connery <laughs> 40 episodes back, you're suggesting we don't know a lot about the yeah. accent front. I'm only bottling your humvee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's... Uh, as I said, I'm, I'm no expert, but it sounded a little bit off to me. Yeah, look, that's probably the one letdown for her. There was one in the bar. There was one scene where she sounded like the Count from Sesame Street. How many years have been like <laughs> one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten? <laughs> and the last one was the Scottish bloke. I didn't necessarily have him himself as a dislike. I thought he was. Tolerable. I thought the coffee was tolerable for the first time. <laughs> tolerable. I thought, I, thought, I thought he was all right. Like when he's flying the plane and that, I actually found that a bit funny. When and the he's, duct you know, he's telling shit, him about, yeah. yeah, the duct tape, and he's gibbering away to the rock and the rock's basically like, what the fuck are you saying? Yeah. Yeah. Like that was... There's bulls on the runway and that sort of shit. Yeah, yeah, that was funny. But the bit at the end in the finale... Where yeah. he sits down and he sits starts down talking. And he's and almost commentating yeah. it. I thought to myself, this is this reminds me of one of those um, beer ads in the nineties where they tried to get all artsy. And <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what was going on. He was talking about, you know, like, I've forgotten what he was talking yeah, about. Yeah, the he fire was, and, the, yeah, and, the, and the lightning and all. Or the stuff. big speech after he does the bagpipes, Cornelius yeah. Archer, like yeah. that shit. Yeah. I was just sitting there going, "What's actually going on here?" Yeah, yeah. it just seemed out of place. Yeah, especially considering he's like, uh, "I'm not getting involved. This isn't my fight." Yeah, Next minute, he's yeah. fucking walking in, calling them out in front of everyone. And then he's sitting down commentating the action. Yeah, yeah. In the middle of a blazing gunfight, as you said, the bullets again, they're not hitting anything. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Brandon Lee kind of action scene. This is what yeah, you want to be involved in, Brandon. Straight stunt crew member getting hit, hit with a bullet. <laughs> is, that, is that everyone's That's dislike? It. That's it for me. <laughs> All right. All right. That is Welcome to the Jungle. If you want to get in touch with us, send us an email at thrillme at iinet.net.au. Like us on Facebook, Thrill Me Podcast Australia, or at Podomatic at thrillme.podomatic.com. 
Next episode, Reanimator. Mm. <laughs> Can't wait for it. <laughs> <laughs> haven't seen it in years. Looking forward to it. Yep. Obviously, Gibbo, you'll be, yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen it, so. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I'm going to like you guys Straight very soon. In, mate. <laughs> but until then, take it easy, and we'll catch up with everyone later. Cheers. Find the podcast at Podomatic or on iTunes. Don't forget to rate and review. Like us on Facebook at Thrill Me Podcast Australia or contact us at Thrill Me, all one word, all lowercase, at iinet.net.au.